my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. Happy Thanksgiving! How are you? I'm great! I am very excited for our subject today. Yeah? What are we talking about? Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> you always do this to me! No. I know I do. No, I. but since this is going to be our, you know, the, the episode that comes out around Thanksgiving, I want to ask, what are you thankful for? My family. I know that sounds so... So cliche. Yeah, but here's the thing, is if... <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. My life would be completely different if eight years ago I made a decision not to go to training. Yeah. So I met my husband in a unique situation (laughs) that was a once in a lifetime meeting and I didn't even have to go. Like it. I, I, I don't know how to explain this online. No, that's okay. You don't have to go into too many details. But I know the story. That's all that matters. But basically, if I didn't decide to go to the training that I went to, I never would have met my family and then I wouldn't have my two beautiful boys. Yeah. And my life would be, I don't know where. So I'm very <laughs> thankful to, for my family and just little decisions that have a huge outcome. That's nice. I like it. You know what I'm thankful for? What? Billy. <laughs> Billy the Bigfoot. I saw many Billy the Bigfoot's at the mall the other day. Yeah? Yeah, I was in this, like, candy shop at the mall. They have a whole bunch of them. That's awesome. I know. I was like, ah, it's Billy. They had bigger Billies? I could have gotten them at Big Brother. You should have. Yeah. You should have a family of, Billies. Kind of expensive. But <laughs> maybe if I get more money, I'll go get one. No, okay. Now, I am thankful for, well, I'm thankful for the podcast. It's given me... A chance to get my mind off certain events that happen in my life. And now I can just, you know, if something happens that I need distraction from, it's like, I'll just do research. <laughs> so I, I love it. And no, I really like that. My kids are okay. I guess I'm thankful for them. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm also thankful for the podcast because I'll be at work and it'll be just a, a poop filled day. Yep. And I'll start thinking to myself, hmm, when is Heather going to text me for the podcast? <laughs> and sometimes I text you first, like, when are we doing this? Like, hello, yeah, Heather, I need I to know. talk to you. I know. <laughs> no, um, I am actually going to pause this real quick because there is one thing that has to do with the podcast that I need to talk to you that I don't want to announce yet. Okay. So pausing. Pause. All right, we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. We really needed to talk about that. We've got it figured out, though. It also went down a couple rabbit holes. It, but yeah, that it always does. It's bound to happen. Can't help it. All right, so I do have one thing I wanted to talk about that happened this week that I thought was very weird. So I was sleeping, and... Wait, you sleep? I sleep more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I do sleep. I was sleeping, and I had this dream that Ashlyn had thrown up and gotten sick. 
And I was in my dream helping her clean it up and doing all that. Then Tyler wakes me up and comes over to me. He goes, Ashlyn just threw up. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He goes, I put her in the shower. I I put all of her clothes in the washer uh, and all the stuff in there. So I'm going to have to stay up for a little bit to make sure that all gets done. But she's going to sleep in Kaylee's room. And I'm like, what? Are you, she just threw up? (laughs) Yeah. I just had a dream she did that. (laughs) It's wearing off on you. (laughs) It's so weird. Oh man. I, I, I've never had anything like that before. So I'm off. Obviously I just fell back asleep, but yeah, it was really weird. That is a little weird. Yeah. I had a weird experience at work. You know how elevator doors like, they open and close. Yeah. That, that was odd. <laughs> Lost that off. It is odd that they open and close. <laughs> so I get into the elevator, and it starts to close, and someone presses a button, and it opens up again. Yeah. And they come in. It starts to close, and then all of a sudden, it slams open. Ooh. But nobody came on. Ooh. It was just like, and we all look at each other, and I'm like, somebody haunted here? <laughs> Joking. Because, you know, I work in a hospital. And the girls kind of, like, giggle and shrug it off. But then all of a sudden, I feel like this cold, like, presence in uh, the elevator. Yeah. We go up to their floor, and they walk off. And all of a sudden, this, like, whooshness feeling, like, very light, kind of, like, Ooh, yeah, went past me. And then the door closed, and it was back to being, like, normal in the elevator. Weird. And then it happened again yesterday. I got onto the elevator, and then all of a sudden there was this, like, really cold spot. And then all of a sudden, nothing. Like, when the elevator opened again, it was, like, it was gone. Huh. Was just well, that ghost odd. needed to get places. Apparently, ghost ride elevators. Well, they gotta get places, too. I don't know. It was just kind of like, <laughs> and it was not like, if I didn't wasn't doing this podcast and always thinking about different things that we could talk about... I would have just kind of like shrugged it off to, oh, that was kind of odd. Yeah. But it, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I gotta tell Heather. I really love that we both look for that kind of stuff. So now throughout my week, it's like, what do I need to talk about during the podcast? <laughs> what, what weird happened to me? What do I need to tell Heather? <laughs> and then it's, what can I tell Heather on the podcast versus what do I need to make her positive for? Yeah. <laughs> Like we just did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see that that thing that we paused for. Like, I knew I needed to talk to you. But, of course, I kept forgetting until we're in the middle of doing it. That's how it works. Because we even yeah. tried this time to get through all the non-podcast yeah. stuff prior to the podcast. Before. It just didn't work. No, it didn't. It never does. No. That's how we are. It's fine. I'm going to read a weird fact. Do you have a Thanksgiving fact for us? Mm, you know, if I did, I don't know. Okay. Let me see. Let me see what I can find while I'm uh, looking. Oh, this one's a good one. Everyone likes pumpkin pie, right? What? That's his nickname. Pumpkin pie? Yeah. That was my nickname. Because I want to gobble him up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so freaking cute. He's my, I call me pumpkin. Oh, my pumpkin pie. And I just want to like, nibble on him. <laughs> All right. Well, here's a weird fact about pumpkin pie. Is it the fact that it's an aphrodisiac for, no, that's not the right word. No. Get rid of that. <laughs> delete that definitely not an aphrodisiac (laughs) delete that (laughs) i'm begging you to delete that we'll see (laughs) go ahead the 
largest pumpkin pie ever made weighed 3.699 pounds. That's a lot of pumpkin. That's a lot of pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin pie. I like apple pie better. See, pumpkin... You have to have the right ratio of pumpkin pie and whipped cream. (laughs) But I love pumpkin pie. Our subject for today is brought to us by my sister Missy and also kind of started from my Aunt Sue. They're the reasons this this whole episode is going to happen right now. Yeah, it's just because they came up with the subject or they just got you hooked on it. They brought it to my attention. We are doing a podcast based on a book. That they brought to my attention. And it's not any normal book. It is a children's book. I'm going to bring it out here for you. I bought this book. It is called A Children's Book of Demons. That is a fantastic picture (laughs) on the front. So it's a devil's face. A childlike devil's face with its tongue sticking out. Mm -hmm. And then the... Typical little boy hat with the spinner thing on top. Yeah, the helicopter top hat. Yeah. Yeah. This book was written by Aaron Layton. And if you look through this book, you can... And I've looked him up. He's he's a Canadian man. Lives in Toronto. And he is an illustrator. That is the number one thing he does. He is an illustrator. And you can tell he drew a bunch of fun pictures. And he... You know, they're demons. You know what this looks like? What? You've seen trolls, right? Yeah. The it's it looks like a weird cross between that one with a really long neck, mm-hmm. and then the one that always shoots glitter out of his butt when he farts. <laughs> yep, it's like a weird cross between the two of them. <laughs> oh yes. Does that mean the trolls are demons? No, they're trolls. Okay. Well, there is one in there that kind of looks like a troll. That one looks like a troll. Well, they all kind of sort of do. That one looks like an ogre. Oh, he's my favorite. We'll go through them. Don't worry. But the reason this has brought to my attention is because obviously this is a children's book but this book teaches children how to summon demons oh lovely and then obviously has a list of demons that they couldn't summon why would you want to teach kids how to do this that's just not a good idea like that's like giving 13 year old little girls a ouija board uh, yeah, except the age is, like, from eight years old up. I know. But still, <laughs> it's like giving kids a Ouija board. Like, here's something fun to play with. Summon a demon. It is. So, this got brought to my attention because, obviously, I had the f- this first reaction that you're having right now is that, why would anyone make this book? But, being the person that I am, I had to buy the book so I could read it. <laughs> It's like, I may not give this to my children, but I want to see what's in this book because I looked at reviews for this oh, book. Oh, it has rules. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, we'll get to it. Okay, I'll wait. No, it's fine. I'm excited. But I was reading a whole bunch of reviews on this book about how awful it is. But as I'm reading reviews, I realized that all of these people are reviewing this book without actually ever reading it. See, that's just not right. No. Now, don't get me wrong. I've never read this book. I've never even seen this book in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you should give a book about demons to a kid, let alone how to summon them. Yes. But you definitely do need to at least investigate before you bash. Exactly. And that's, that is what I am doing. I am, I bought the book and I read it to see what it was all about. Let me read a couple of these reviews because <laughs> it just made me laugh. This, okay. this one. Sorry, I want to play footsie with you. This one's a long one. All right. It says, warning, 
This author knows what he's doing. He is known to love and have a dark passion for all things occult. <laughs> and then he goes into a Bible verse. Matthew 18, 6. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin or stumble, it would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck. Oh, sorry. A millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. And then it goes. That would be called murder. That is murder. But, you know, it's God's word. It's God's word. Whatever. Okay. Right. I love God, but you still should not murder. And I'm pretty sure in, in one of the Ten Commandments, like, that I shall not kill. Yes. But see, they're not saying to kill them. They said it would be better if. Uh, Whatever. Okay. Anyways, it goes on. This book is an offense to the almighty God and his little children, the one and only God who has all power and authority over all evil powers, and who is due to return and destroy all evil things. And then it goes on and on about God and all this other stuff. About, yes, I told you this was really long. And obviously, it, it, you know. Fifteen people thought it was helpful. A bunch of people. And there's even more. This, <laughs> But they're all bringing up the whole fact of, you know, this is against everything. God wouldn't approve. Which tells me 100% that they definitely didn't buy this book and read it. And then, of course, we also get the snarky ones that are like, oh, my kid's having such good fun summoning demons. Ha ha ha. <laughs> but it has so low stars because of all of these people who are obviously most Christians. Yeah. Bashing it without ever actually looking into it. Well, it looks like if you're here in the introduction, tells you what are demons. Yes. Hello and goodbye and a few rules. Yes. So I do want to go into the what he says demons are. Okay. You don't want me to read it, do you? I mean, you can. Uh, do you have notes? No, I don't have notes on the book. You have the book. Therefore, oh. those are my notes. Hang on. <laughs> on the book. <laughs> I just want to go. I was, I was fingering through it. Yes, this book, I guess, teaches kids how to, air quote, summon demons. You will understand the air quotes after the episode. All right, so according to the book, demons are, well, they're just spirits, and they could be either good or bad. They're not always, you know, bad, but they're still demons, and you should know how to control them. So that is what the the introduction in this book says. The hello and goodbye, obviously, his version of summoning a demon is you use a sigil which is a magical symbol that represents the demon's name. And you write it down on a piece of paper in a specific color. You say the demon's name and command it to appear and do your bidding. And it says it may not always be visible, but you should still be able to smell sulfur. And maybe the sound of laughter. Wahaha. <laughs> And then it says when you want to say goodbye and get the demon out, you thank the demon and then you rip the sigil in half and that will cause the demon to disappear. I know. And then obviously a few rules to it all about the demons, which, you know, when you're dealing with demons, you have to be careful. Well, yeah. Which is what he's saying here is to be careful. So I feel like you could be innocently trying to summon like a, an innocent nice one. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, yeah. Grandpa Badass shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one, there's five rules. 
First one is to be polite. Second one is to draw the sigil correctly, because if you don't, it might not work. And the third one is to expect the unexpected, because you know they're tricky. Yep. Demons are tricky. Uh, the fourth one is um, after the demon does a favor for you, that the demon might need a favor from you. So tit for tat. Makes sense. And the fifth one is obviously just be careful. And he goes on to say that demons have no interest in stealing your soul, but they can still be mean and they don't like to be insulted. So be careful. So if you woke up, wake up with a half-shaped head, mm-hmm. well, you should have done that favor. <laughs> and Taryn, I want you to choose a couple of the demons in this book and we'll talk about them. Ooh. Exciting. I, I read it. Oh, they gave you the symbols. Those are all the, the sigils. And also the sigils are on each page with the demon. I kind of just want to pick them from the symbols instead of like looking at the pictures because that could take me a while. That's fine. All right, Heather, I picked out four for you. All right, let's get in here. All right, the first one you've got the one on the cover. Corridon. Corridon is a funny demon. He likes to have jokes. He's been around for thousands of years, so he's heard every joke ever told. And he looks very silly. He will do anything to make anyone laugh. So, of course, dealing with him can be a little challenging because he only speaks in riddles and jokes. He will either leave you confused or laughing. Or both. Or both. (laughs) So, if you want to have him come to, you know, your house and... Make you laugh. You just have... Not even rekind. Just make you laugh. He's a funny demon. You draw his sigil, and apparently he'll show up. So that's Corridon. I had to do that one. This person caught my attention. This guy's name is Flatulous. And by his name, you should know what he does. He stinks. (laughs) Maybe a demon's what's coming out of my son's butt. Maybe. Because that child has a stinky little butt. Maybe. Well, Flatulous... Likes to eat beans and cauliflower. And he is famous for his nonstop farting. (laughs) So I guess why would you want him to, why would you want to summon Flatulus? Well, I guess if you need to avoid detention or throw someone off your trail, he will fart. And that will offend pretty much anybody. So that's, uh, that's, I guess, why you would want to summon him, but it's kind of dangerous because if he's that stinky, you yourself might pass out. So he's definitely inhabiting my son's butt (laughs) because my four month old has a stinky little butt. (laughs) He must be hanging out in there until it's time like for him to go visit these kids because that child has a reeky little butt. You smelt it? Uh, I did, right before I gave him back to you. (laughs) Uh, This little guy, his name is Crapundi. Oh, Crapundio. He used to work at the North Pole with Santa, but was fired because he would make very scary toys. And he also stole candy canes. So, you know, he is a demon. But if you want a new toy, he can make it. Although he may put poison spikes in it or, you know, set it on fire. 
Or, you know, whatever. Uh, so if you want him to come and make you a toy, you you know, I guess you summon him. I don't know why you would want a toy that's on fire, but you know. Oh, I can see why. So let's say yeah, kid mindset. Yeah. Right? You have a bully. Mm. Oh. So you, for Christmas, give them a new gift mm. that has poisonous spikes in it. Yeah, but I think he only makes the toys for you. He doesn't need to know that you give it away. <laughs> like, he makes it for you. Yeah. You do whatever he needs. You rip him up and send him away. And then you go, here's Sally Susu. Here's your present. <laughs> and voila. Well, the best demon for bullies is this next one. He's my favorite. Pugno. Pugno. I know. He is very strong and very muscle bound. And he will act as your own personal bodyguard. So if you have a bully, he will exact vengeance on those bullies. Although, he also can advise you about the finer points of poetry and dance. Oh, nice. Because, just because you're tough doesn't mean you can't have a sensitive side. (laughs) That is adorable. (laughs) But there are so many more in this book. And if this sounds any kind of interesting to you, I would suggest you go buy it. I did. And I think it's hilarious. But the only reason I think it's hilarious is because I know all of this is 100% not true. Yes. I still wouldn't give it to my kids. It's all fake. All the demons are fake. None of those are real demons. No. The sigils, obviously, are fake. If the demons are fake, the sigils are fake. And how he tells you to summon demons, that is not how you summon a demon. Draw a picture (laughs) of the sigil in a certain color. In that case, you have all the demons with you right now because... They're in that color in the book. Exactly. Well, I think, because uh, you notice that all sigils are around this circle thing. Yeah. I think maybe that is supposed to make it so it's not actually summoning them. But then how are you supposed to think about this? In a kid's sense, copy this picture to summon <laughs> this demon. Yet you have a circle around it to stop the demon from coming because they don't need to see it. Well, either way, Taryn, none of it is real. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not real. And honestly, it is just a fun book. And I don't know why he called them demons. He could have called them anything. Because they're not necessarily could be demons. They could. He could have called them spirits. Yeah. Or something. That still gets them going, though. Here, children, summon the spirit. I know. I know. Sounds a little bit better than summoning demons, but... (sighs) Either way. I half agree and I half disagree. I half agree with the, yes, it is probably inappropriate to make a children's book about demons and, quote, unquote, teach them how to summon them. But on the other hand, it's 100% fake. So... What's the harm? I could I see where you're coming from, but we have those smart kids, right? Sure. I'm going to give them some credit here. They get this book because they want to, they're serious about summoning a demon, right? So they buy the book and then they realize that this book's fake. So they go look for more information and then they end up summoning a real demon that they can't control. What kid is, is really that interested in summoning demons? The kid from, oh, show the omen? show. Yes. <laughs> But that, but that's my point is no kid is like, you know, it's a children's book. Therefore, it's not made for like teens or preteens, the ones who start to get into the dark stuff. 
or whatever. No, this is a children's book. This is for ages. It's a gateway book, Heather. Five to ten. I don't. <laughs> you catch their interest when they're little. So when they hit the teenage years, they know where to look. Uh, it's a gateway book. Maybe. I, just... I don't know. It is pretty comical to look at, though. I know. I know. I just. I know it's this big, huge debate, but also don't bash it if you haven't read it. That's my whole thing as well. It's like you're leaving these reviews on a book that you've never read. It kind of goes back to the whole, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, 100%. Because by the cover of it, it's like, okay, here's a creepy looking demon with a weird hat saying how to teach a kid how to summon a demon. Like, I see exactly (laughs) where they're coming from as a mom looking at that. Like, my son picked it up on the store shelf. Mommy, can I buy this? No. No. Yeah. I ordered it online. Someone, no one knew I was getting this book other than the people at Walmart. (laughs) But there's somebody out there like saying a prayer for you right now. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know. So we're going to transition to the more serious parts of this episode. Webster's Dictionary defines demon as <laughs> an evil spirit or devil, especially when thought to possess a person or act as a tormentor in hell. That's a demon. Also, a forceful, fierce, or skillful performer of a specified activity. I feel like that was a mouthful. You actually Googled how Shh. To- <laughs> Okay, so then I went on to Wikipedia to really define what a demon is. We're really defining it here. Wikipedia's got it. We can trust Wikipedia. We are going to trust Wikipedia. They know more than I do. (laughs) All right, a demon is a supernatural and malevolent being prevalent throughout history in different religions, occultism, literature, fiction, mythology, and folklore. Ooh. All right, so the original word for for demon was a Greek word, daemon. Which is why that one kid in the show is called Damien. Yeah, exactly. And it was coming to me. Yep. Which actually, in Greek, does not carry any kind of negative connotations whatsoever. It actually means a spirit or divine power. The word demon didn't start becoming a negative thing until... Uh, medieval Christian demonology. So a demon would be considered a harmful spiritual entity, which may cause possession, which means then you would have to have an exorcism. So that is what Wikipedia says what a demon is. Interesting. Also believed that you could conjure and control a demon. Which is what that book is trying to teach kids. And yes, Taryn, I actually looked up how to summon a demon. Thanks. <laughs> I got all excited. <laughs> you, with, with the new setup in your bedroom, even though it's super nice, mm-hmm. I now get to see your notes. <laughs> yeah. And I try not to look at your notes so I can still have that witty, like, off the top of my head banter that we were used now to. Now But now I see your notes. I'm like, oh, I can't say it. <laughs> Thanks. Especially when you make it bold like that. I just copied and pasted. This is thanks to the Thought Catalog. And this was written by January Nelson. I feel like that's not a real name. 
It looks like a real name, and it's interesting that someone would name their child January. Well, we do have a March and a May. I, You know someone named March? Yeah. Is it a kid I went to school with? So that's weird to me. <laughs> I also had a Tuesday and a Wednesday. I understand. April? Well, Wednesday. So I, Wednesday, Adams. Come on. Yeah. But a Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday's weird. And it was funny because they were friends. So it was Tuesday and Wednesday. We're always walking around together. <laughs> that's horrible. No. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through her article on how you actually summon a demon. There are actually, this is actually a very long process, like days long. So what you need to do days before you summon a demon. So the first thing you need to do is choose which demon you would like to summon. The farting one? (laughs) Those aren't real ones. (laughs) So you have to choose which one you want. They're not all the same, so choose wisely. So you're going to make sure you want to do your research and make sure you're summoning them for the right reasons as well. I don't think there is a right reason for summoning a demon. Well, you should not be exploiting them and you do need to treat them with respect. There might be a right reason. I don't know. I'm going to summon a demon so I can have tea with him. Well, I mean, if you want some good conversation, why not have it with a demon? Then I just come over to your house. I'm not a demon, but it's good conversation. I don't know. I feel like the demon would have more interesting things to say. Not necessarily. I mean, you should ask him how the weather is. In hell. (laughs) It's hot and steamy today, Heather. With a good chance of fire. (laughs) Exactly. He'd look at you and go, ha ha. Thanks. (laughs) And then he would order like an iced mocha or something. I'd be getting iced anything. (sighs) Okay. You cannot summon a demon without making an offering. So you have to make an offering to the demon. Piece of paper. It has to be a certain set of items to make it feel more comfortable. So this is what I have to do. All right. So the items that you are are offering have to, you know, be for that demon. So that's why you do your research on that particular demon. So a certain demon that they've listed in this article called... Um, Memon, which is the demon of greed, they suggest trying to find an owl rope bracelet to represent trust between the demon and yourself. The demon can choose to speak to you telepathically, but to be safe, if you want, you could always buy a scrying mirror to help communicate. And the last step is to find an empty space where you can prepare the ritual once you are ready. Make sure it's a space with a locking door and that where you can be completely alone without any disturbances. You should also want hardwood floors so you could be able to write across them. So you have to do this all days before you have to figure all this crap out before you oh, summon so a demon. So even if I wanted to summon a demon, I couldn't do that because I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. Exactly. So there were lies your problem. I guess you can't summon a demon. You have a toddler. Don't attempt to summon a demon. I can't even do that. My kids are grown-ish. Well, you know, they're more grown than yours. (laughs) Here's a set of things you need to do hours before you perform your summoning ritual. You have to wait till it gets dark. Because obviously it's better to do this at night than during the day. You want to place incense around the room with a scent that your particular demon is associated with. Again, research. 
You should choose five candles, all the same color candle, but the color that you think fits your particular demon that you want to summon. Next, you need to draw a pentagram on the floor beneath you. And to do that, you create a large circle with a star in the middle. Obviously, you know what a pentagram is, right? Yep. So you you have to have your lines perfectly straight. They can't be all willy-nilly. So get yourself a ruler or something. A straight edge. Yeah, straight edge. Whatever to help you straight lines. Stencil. Just go out and buy a stencil. Buy a Google. giant stencil. And then do what um, <laughs> Sam from... Taryn, you already have Supernatural. Baby. There you go. Sam from Supernatural, he gets a stencil and then he gets spray paint. He just sprays it on. There you go. Yep. Yep. Perfect. All you need to do. <laughs> All right. So you place the five candles that you have on the five points of the pentagram. Light each of them to represent the different elements of the of Earth. Do you know the five elements? They are wind, air, fire. No. Water. No. Well, sorry. You said wind and air. They're the same. <laughs> no, they're different. There's air that you breathe and there's no. the wind that blows your hair no, away. They're the same. So it's okay. Air, air, water, earth, fire, and spirit. Yeah. I was getting there. There you go. <laughs> All right. Lastly, this one is kind of sort of goes along with the book. You need to order a giant pizza so you guys won't be hungry. No. You need to print out a sigil of the demon. So it does have to do with sigils, but you should be able to close your eyes and visualize the sigil. You don't have to draw it or anything. Just visualize it. Okay? Interesting. All right. So what to do in the moment of summoning your demon? Close your eyes. Picture the sigil in your head. And as you're doing this, you have to recite the demon's prayer aloud. Should I recite the demon's prayer? Yeah, because we haven't had anything to prepare and you're not looking at the That's symbol. That's true. So That's true. We, so I can do this. Hypothetically, we should be good. All right. I'm not picturing any sigil, so we're good. Okay. Neither am I. <laughs> Thanks. Let's just get that clear. All right. This is the prayer. Lord Satan, by your grace, grant me, I pray thee, the power to conceive in my mind, and to execute that which I desire to do, the end which I would attain by the help, O mighty Satan, the one, oh, I don't like to say, okay, the it's one just... true God who liveth and reigneth forever and ever. I entreat thee to inspire, insert name of demon, to manifest before me that he slash she may give me true and faithful answer so that I may accomplish my desired end. Provided that is proper to his slash her office. This I respectfully and humbly ask in your name, Lord Satan. May you deem me worthy, Father. Ugh, I don't like Part that. of me kind of wanted to like squeak like there's steam uh, in the room, but I, I decided not to do so. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right. So if you do this and you successfully make contact with your demon, remember to remain polite and respectful. You can make requests of them. But do not demand that they help you or pressure them into doing so. That's rude. So just give them a beer, a piece of pizza, and then ask them nicely to do your bidding. Yes. So you treat them the way you would treat any other living creature. After they vanish, you might feel tingling in your body since you did have contact with an extremely powerful being. That's normal. And that means everything you did worked. 
And then you close out the session, say goodbye, and there. Goodbye. Goodbye. Do you want to go over some denos? Sure. Why not? All right. That website looks like something that would be off of Supernatural. Uh, it's called hellhorror.com. <laughs> and it's got a list of demons. It's actually over 414 demon names. Damn. And meanings for our demons and devils. And then yes. she moved it so I can't read. Sorry. It's okay. Okay, so pick a letter. C. Chumbaba. <laughs> he looks funny. Chumbaba. It is a Sumeric demon of nature of the Gigamesh Epos. He embodies the evil and is the embodiment of an erupting volcano. Nice. <laughs> See, this is great because there are so many different demons from different religions and different regions, and they give you, like, all of them. I want to go with W. Wurzela. Wurzela? Wurzela is a female demon from Ethiopia that killed her daughter and drank her blood. Why? She's nasty. I mean, why not? I guess. It's a demon. Ziminer? Zim- uh, yeah, Ziminer is one of the four principal kings that have power over the 72 demons enslaved by King Solomon. These are all quite interesting. Um, I kind of want to go to the A. Oh, I guess we're going to be my fat fingers. Do you know Demon name like Bob. Like Demon Bob. Wouldn't that be cool? Beelzebub. We all know Beelzebub. It's one of the names for Satan, right? No, he is the highest devil and is a major demon in hell. His name derived from a Philistine god of Ekron. Hmm. Okay. So he is the highest prince of hell. Oh, he's also known, known as Lord of the Fly. Lord of the Flies. That's a book. Yeah, that is a book. <laughs> kind of creepy looking book. He is. Like a big fly. Oz? Oz? Who is a fallen angel who comes to man in the appearance of a leopard and is a president in hell. I think that's a pretty good amount of demons. There's, there's a lot of them. So if you, if you want to go check those out, go to hor- hellhorror.com. I do feel like some of those are monsters, though. Yeah, some of them are monsters, and I saw a few of them that were definitely monsters. They're not demons. So if you want to summon a monster, do you do it the same way as summoning a demon? Since I, it's all in the demon page? I don't think so, because I, I don't think you can summon monsters. Monsters are just like any other creature in the world. They're just here. So I don't think you can summon them. That's really all I got for you guys. I, it really is children's book that I've gotten, and I think people are making a big stink out of nothing. So when was that book actually published? Um, This book was published May of this year. So it's rather new. It is a new book. I like it. I kind of like the book. I already showed it to my kids. <laughs> That's because it's fake. Exactly. There's a lot more into summoning demons. Exactly. So if you actually really look into how to summon a demon, it's way multi-steps. So much to do rather than what this guy is telling you to do. He got some things. Like, he, he's giving you little bits, but he's not giving you the whole picture. And the demons are fake. It's a gateway. It's stupid. five and then you walk them up. Okay, I smoked pot in high school. Does that mean I did heroin? Not no. Exactly. I'm just saying. Some people do that. <sighs> There's I don't know why they have that. Like, oh, that's a gateway. Because <laughs> like five people. Took it. 
I don't. I. I don't know. I just, just people remember. Don't judge a book by the cover, whether it be a an actual book or a person or a figure or a weird cool yeah. spot. You never know. Anything. Don't judge. Don't judge. I know. I like the book, and I haven't. I'm having a good time with it. I kind of want to look at them a little more. I thought they were rather entertaining. All right, Taryn, do you want to tell us a joke? This is going to be a shorter episode. Maybe. This is going to be a shorter episode, but I just really wanted to talk about this book. And I knew it was going to take longer than our normal banter in the beginning. So I had to do a whole episode about it. So be careful, kids. Don't summon demons. And you know what? I take no responsibility if you actually did all the steps that I told you to do. I'm telling you right now not to do it. And I'm not responsible for if you summon a demon and they you know, wreak havoc on your life. All right, here's a good one because you know how nowadays kids always want to play on the internet? Yeah. Why did the dad spider tell his son to go outside to play? Why? Because he was spending too much time on the web. <laughs> That's good. I like it. <laughs> I thought it was cute. It was cute. Uh, all right. So again, big flash of warning. Don't summon a demon. But the book is cute. So what you need to do is buy a pie, enjoy your Thanksgiving, <laughs> and read the book. That's all. Just, you know, just read it. It's fine. Okay. If you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Fort Weird Pod. You can email me at heather at fortweirdpodcast.com. And I guess if you want, you can visit our website. That's fortweirdpodcast.com. And please rate and review us on any of your podcasting apps. We are found everywhere. I Google I Google us sometimes. And we are literally everywhere. Come find our Facebook page and talk to us. Yeah, we have a fan page that you can interact with us. We post things all the time. Randomness. <laughs> yeah, we both do. And it's a lot of fun if you want to come on and comment on our random stuff. Or you can even, you know, post stuff of your own. And if you have a story, we want to hear it. I very much want to hear your story. It would be great fun. And that's all. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> The existence of this 